AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the AfroTales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Aman Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. How Night Came Years and years ago, at the very beginning of time, when the world had just been made, there was no night. It was all day, all the time. No one had ever heard of sunrise or sunset starlight or moving beings. There was no night birds, nor night beasts, nor night flowers. There were no lengthening shadows, nor soft night air heavy with perfumes. In those days, the daughter of the great sea serpent, who dwelt in the depths of the seas, married one of the sons of the great earth race known as man. She left her home among the shades of the deep seas and came to dwell with her husband in the land of daylight. Her eyes grew wary of the bright sunlight and her beauty faded. Her husband watched her with sad eyes, but he didn't know what to do do to help her oh if night would only come she moaned as she tossed about wearily on her couch here it is always day but in my father's home there are many shadows oh for a little of the darkness of night her husband listened to her moaning What is night? he asked. Tell me about it, and perhaps I can get a little of it for you. Night? she said, the daughter of the great sea serpent, is the name we give to the heavy shadows that darken my father's kingdom in the depths of the seas. I love the sunlight of your earth but I grow weary of it. If we could only have a little of the darkness of my father's kingdom to rest our eyes part of the time. Her husband had once called his three most faithful slaves. I am about to send you on a journey, he told them. You are to go to the kingdom of the great sea serpent who dwells in the depths of the seas and ask him to give you some of the darkness of night that his daughter may not die here amid the sunlight of our earthland. The three slaves set forth for the kingdom of the great sea serpent. After a long dangerous journey they arrived at his home in the depths of the 
seas and asked him to give some of the shadows of night to carry back to the earthland. The great sea serpent gave them a big bag full at once. It was securely fastened and the great sea serpent warned them not to open it until they were once more in the presence of his daughter, their mistress. The three slaves started out, bearing the big bag full of night upon their heads. Soon they heard strange sounds within the bag. It was the sound of the voices of all the night beasts, all the night birds, and all the night insects. If you have ever heard the night chorus from the jungles on the banks of the rivers, you will know how it sounded. The three slaves had never heard sounds like those in all their lives. They were terribly frightened. Let us drop the bag full of night. Okay. Let us drop the bag full of night right here where we are and run away as fast as we can said the first slave. We shall perish, we shall perish anyway. Whatever we do, cried the second slave. Whether we perish or not, I'm going to open the bag and see what makes all those terrible sounds, said the third slave. Accordingly, they laid the bag on the ground and opened it. Out rushed the night beast and all the night birds and all the night insects and out rushed a great black cloud of night. The slaves were more frightened than ever at the darkness and escaped to the jungle. The daughter of the great sea serpent was waiting anxiously for the return of the slaves with the bag full of night. Ever since they had started out on their journey she had looked for their return, shading her eyes with her hand and gazing away off at the horizon, hoping with all her heart that they would hasten to bring the night. In that position, she was standing under the royal palm tree when the three slaves opened the bag and let the night escape. Night comes night comes at last she cried as she saw the clouds of night upon the horizon then she closed her eyes and went to sleep there under the royal palm tree when she awoke she felt greatly refreshed she was once more the happy princess who had left her father's kingdom in the depths of the great sea to come to the earthland she was now ready to see the day again. She looked up at the bright star shining above the royal palm tree and said, Oh, bright, beautiful star, henceforth you shall be called the morning star, and you shall herald the approach of day. You shall reign as queen of the sky at this hour. Then she called all the birds around her and said to them, Oh, wonderful, sweet singing birds, henceforth I command you to sing your sweetest song at this hour 
to herald the approach of day. The cock was standing by her side. You, she said to him, shall be appointed the watchman of the night. Your voice shall mark the watches of the night and shall warn the others that the madrugada comes. To this very day in Brazil, we call the early morning the madrugada. The cock announces the approach to the waiting birds. The birds sing their sweetest songs at that hour, and the morning star reigns in the sky as queen of the madrugada. When it was daylight again, the three slaves crept home through the forest and jungles with their empty bags. Oh, faithless slaves, said their master. Why did you not obey the voice of the great sea serpent and open the bag only in the presence of his daughter, your mistress? Because of your disobedience, I shall change you into monkeys. Henceforth, you shall live in the trees. Your lips shall always bear the mark of the scarling wax, which sealed the bag full of mats. So, to this very day, one sees the mark upon the monkey's lips, where they bit off the wax which sealed the bag. And in Brazil, night leaps out quickly upon the earth, just as it leapt quickly out of the bag in those days at the beginning of time. And all the night beasts and night birds and night insects give sunset chorus in the jungles at nightfall. Wow. So another great story, right? Um, This is the book for South America. If you haven't figured it out, all of, well, most of last season and this season so far, we're in Brazil now. How the night came is an awesome creation story of night and day for those who follow um, the Abrahamic religions. That's what I grew up in. So that's what I know off the top. We know first it was darkness and then day came. But in Brazil, in their traditional aspect, it was day and then night came from the great serpent of the sea or the great sea serpent i love that aspect of it always being light always being day and we had to go request not take not demand but request the night from the great sea serpent. Now, a sea serpent wrapping its way around Earth or um, the universe even is normal in 
many mythologies, um, especially in Celtic mythology. We know about the sea serpent that uh, that is wrapped around the earth and is supposed to bring about Ragnarok, right? So I wonder, and I'm going to do more research about this sea serpent. What does it look like? What is its purpose? The great sea serpent of Brazil. I thought this was a wonderful story, and I'm glad I got to share it with you. We've been kind of on a creation or or mythological thing the past few stories. Um, last time uh, in Paraguay, I gave you the um, origin of the world, the creation myth. And I also gave you the flood myth. Now we have day and night. This is, I, I, I wonder what is coming next. You know, I, I, I hope it is something just as awesome. We're going to see next time. Um, this is fairly simple. I, I, I don't have much for it. The slaves, I left it as slaves. Because that's what it says in the book. I could have said servants. I could have said anything, any number of things, but I decided not to live it as slaves. I don't like changing too much in these stories. As you guys know, I may add a little bit word here and there, um, or rearrange some stuff just because I may not be able to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, this was, this was awesome. The slaves, they messed up, but as expected i love the night beast i love her naming the the um morning star i love her naming all of it and she wasn't an at she wasn't mean the king was just like look i gotta punish you guys i, I got to you guys messed up i gotta punish you so he did and wasn't bad. They're just monkeys. Monkeys are cool, right? <laughs> anyway, go see Chef. He has a wonderful, wonderful recipe from Brazil for you. And until we meet again for our next voyage into this land of stories, as always, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the cabin. I am your chef, Chef, and today I have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating Brigadeiro, or Brazilian truffles. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One 14-ounce can sweetened condensed milk. Three tablespoons unsweetened cocoa powder, sifted. One tablespoon butter, a pinch of salt to enhance the flavor, and chocolate sprinkles or any other you prefer. Now, how do we put this together? 
Easy. First, grease a plate with butter and set aside. In a medium non-stick pan, combine the condensed milk, the butter and cocoa powder in medium heat and mix it well. The mixture thickens after 10 to 12 minutes. And once you can run the silicone spatula through the metal of it without it running back together for about 2 to 3 seconds, it is done. Pour the mixture onto the lightly greased plate and let it chill in a fridge for an hour. In the meantime, prepare the candy corpse and place the sprinkles in a bowl. Once chilled, you are ready to roll the little box. Lightly wet your hands, put a teaspoon of the chewy mixture on your hands and roll into a small ball. Roll it over the sprinkles, place the ball in the candy cups and voila, you have done it my friend. That is it. Now go make this recipe yours. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember the story of how we got darkness in the world. And until next time my friends, as always, enjoy. Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesPodcast at yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, or rating in your podcast app of choice. If you wish to donate, I am on Patreon and Coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com. So, until we meet again, may your winds be fair and your seas follow. <laughs>